Welcome to the Evolved You podcast. Your go-to podcast that covers all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and so much more. My name is Naomi. And I'm Ben. It's time to buckle up for a bit of banter, a touch of real talk, and a whole bunch of education and motivation. With that being said, who is ready to evolve? Alrighty guys, what is going on? (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of the Evolved You podcast. Welcome, Ben. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. I was waiting for an introduction, but obviously uh, she didn't get the memo. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, let's do a life update. Is there anything you'd like to say to kick off? Well, firstly, if it's your birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> um, guys, you're going to have to bear with me today. I cannot hear a thing. My ears are clogged and it's draining my soul. <laughs> I went to the doctors the other day um, to test my sinuses because I like, feel like I've got a head, a head thing 24-7 and he's like, yeah, you've got like a sinus infection. So he gave me like ear drops and I feel like I've got those Beats by Dre headphones on <laughs> all the time and it's absolutely killing me. It's just today. But um, yeah. So it's, that's- it's funny because I'm normally the one that can't hear anything and she's always yelling at me. So now it's the opposite way. Now you're getting a role reversal. Yeah. It's but good. life update. Hit us off with one. Oh, mate. We've had a lot. A lot going on, I guess. Um, studio's oh, nearly, nearly done. I know. Literally today, I think, no, on Sunday, it will be 100% finished. We've just got to do one more thing and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We'll get that done today. Yeah. We have also just officially set the day for the first challenge of 2022. Can you believe we are saying 2022? I can, because the year's gone really quick. When did we meet? 2018 or 19? Uh, 19. 2019, in February. I believe, And we're nearly in February 2022. Yeah, side note. It's nearly our anniversary. Yeah, side note, it's nearly our two-year anniversary. I know. Two years too long. (laughs) Um, No, we're just kidding, clearly. Um, first, yes, first challenge of 2022 has been booked in. We will tell you the date soon, but it is in January. So keep that in your little brain. We are also about to launch our first intake of one-on-one spots for online coaching in the new year. Um, and with that being said, the studio will be ready and launched for the 3rd of Jan. So January is busy. January is going to be a big, big and wonderful time. Yeah. Exciting. We got a lot on. Yeah. Any other life updates? What else has been going on? Oh, it just seems like it seems like I'm going to the movies every <laughs> second week to see a Marvel movie, and I'm not. I, I don't hate it. I actually love the Marvel movies. Um, Are you in between, in between, <laughs> <laughs> in between them and like the TV shows, like I literally don't need to do anything else. It just keeps me busy all the time. I love it. <laughs> You gave me up. I actually love the Marvel movies. Oh, no shit, Sherlock. You got two fucking cabinets downstairs full of Marvel stuff. Oh, it's not all Marvel. Anyway, yeah. we went and watched The Eternals. It was really fun. It Was was it The Eternals? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's get into today's episode. Enough rambling from us. We are, as you can tell by the title, we are busting the top health and fitness myths. Now, this is just the ones that we get asked quite often, or we did a little research on, you know, what are the common ones that were repetitively coming up online. Um, and this is just our opinions, of course. So take it with a grain of salt. We have also looked up a few like study articles and everything. But yeah, I'm excited. We've got quite a few. So let's just get straight into it. We'll try and smash them out. Yeah. Cool. Kicking it off with the first one, that sugar will make you fat. You take it off. That's a big fat no. Sugar is not the reason that people gain fat. It mostly comes from over consumption of food, mm, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, literally. So I think you found a book. What did you? What was yeah, the book? Yeah, there was a book. Um, pure, white, and deadly. Mm. Uh, it was back in like the seventies, um, back before all these recent studies have come out, um, saying how sugar is killing us and what we can pretty much do to sort of not let it kill us. Mm. And I think like with um, you know sugar sweetened drinks and water consumption and like meat consumption and all of these stuff are on the rise people are just thinking that it's sugar is the problem however uh, (laughs) calorie surplus is generally the problem you know you can't single out one nutrient and say that that's why people are gaining weight yeah yeah like food these days is a lot easier to access like Mm. people literally bring it to your door so like it's it's so much easier to get access to. Therefore, people are overeating, and for the most part, like people that are a little bit more overweight, they tend not to move their body as much, or they're not as active. They're not playing sports. They kind of just live a more what's the word? Sedentary. Sed- I can never. I can say never that say word. That It's word. on our pre-screen. Yeah. <laughs> sedentary. 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 No idea. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, they literally don't move their body. as much as they should and that's why they gain the excess fat Mm. so you know long story short sugar will not make you fat but if you're eating it by by the jar you know maybe probably will give you a honey diabetes yeah just just live a a balanced lifestyle heart attack (laughs) some diabetes ben says diabetes as a joke it's off it's off yeah it's off family guy oh if you get get that reference then you're the Good real, on you. <laughs> you're the MVP. Yeah. Um, the next one is the sore you are after a workout, the better. Now, this is such a common thing I find, even in females, and it's absolutely incorrect. You know, you should be adapting to your workouts. You shouldn't be getting sore as you go. Um, some soreness is fine as you're like tearing down the muscle, but the aim shouldn't be to push as hard as you can to be sore every single week. And that means you've had a good workout. Um, you should be able to recover and like, you know, still live your day-to-day life rather than just being beaten up. Yeah, definitely. Session. Definitely. Do you have anything else to say on that, Mr. Training? Um, like, obviously, you're going to be sore at the start of a training block. That's just because new exercises. Or just training new, in general. New like movement a new, patterns. Yeah, a if new lifestyle. If you're just starting a new um, path, I guess you're mm. going to be sore. But the idea of being, well, the idea behind being sorer is better. It's definitely not. Mm. Yeah, you need to recover. The next one, the more sweat you burn, the more calories you burn. Sorry, the more the more you sweat, the more calories you burn. And that is not exactly correct. <laughs> no. Um some people just don't sweat in general. Like they sweat, but like some people are sweat profusely, yeah. do you know? So that doesn't necessarily mean that they've had a good workout. They just could have yeah. more sweat in their body. Fun fact, I actually don't know if you guys knew this, but you actually excrete body fat through three different ways. One of them is, yes, through sweat. The other one is through your kidneys. So when you pee, every time you pee, you are burning body fat um, or you're excreting it. And the other one is through your breathing, so carbon dioxide. So not necessarily the more sweat um, because calories, like, leave your body throughout all of those different avenues. However, yeah, it doesn't mean you've had a good workout or... Yeah, I mean, this, this sort of ties in with, um, you know, sleeping for longer hours as well because obviously when you're sleeping, you have more time to just lie there and breathe. Therefore, you can burn some more um, body fat or your weight 
um, if you're sleeping for longer as well. Yeah. So the next one, does weight training stunt growth? Take it, hit it off. No, definitely <laughs> doesn't. Um, I think for children, it's very beneficial to, I guess, get them into the training realm uh, or at least like moving in certain movement patterns, not necessarily resistance training, but actually just doing movement patterns that we do all the time. Mm. Um, it is good for their bone health, uh, even like injury prevention, general strength as well. Because like people, if they don't move their body, like literally kids that don't go out and play and actually yeah. move in certain ways, they can um, grow up with, you know, very big imbalances and they can be weak in certain areas. And, you know, mm. that's why people train is to get stronger and improve and um, sort of sort out the, the imbalances. Yeah. I think encouraging a child to start weight training early can help them like with their like overall um, self-esteem but again develop habits so they can continue yeah. on that yeah. healthy lifestyle long term like you know I was a trainer at F45 for so long and I saw so many people come in and you're like how are you fit like young not young teenagers but like young adolescents and they're like oh I've done gymnastics for five years or ten years or I've danced yeah. since I was a child or you know like boys playing footy since they were five or six years old yeah. or whatever like it helps them live that healthy lifestyle yeah. so they can continue that and be strong i think that just comes with the guidance yeah um from whether it's coaches or their parents or mm. whoever um is looking after them just making sure that their technique is good like at the end of the day we all want our te- technique to be as, as good as possible mm. um and just make sure that you know if they are in the gym training that they are working on progression like everyone else and mm. not just doing random exercises for the hell of it yeah so going back to the, the myth <laughs> i forgot <laughs> it was for a second there no it does not stunt growth no. um it does help bone strength and health in general yes uh the next one cardio burns more body fat than weight training or it is more superior than weight training so yes you can burn a large amount of calories during cardio um however you burn more after a weight training workout for a longer period of time did that, make, did that make sense? Yeah. I think you mean like longer period of time as in like not hours, like days and weeks. Yeah. Post yeah. the post-workout. Yeah. Um, More long-term. Fat burning effect is longer post-workout for a weight training exercise than for like a hit session. I would definitely recommend the resistance training over cardio to burn um, body calories fat. and body fat mm. just because you are actually building the muscle, um, which is more optimal for burning calories long-term. Yeah. Um, awesome. The next one, do carbs before bed make you fat? We're going to keep this one short. No. no. Big fat, no. <laughs> Over consumption of calories will increase your body weight, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying eat 400 grams of carbs before bed because, no. you know, not ideal. Um, but it definitely carbs before bed does not impact your sleep or your weight or anything in general you might have a little bit higher number on the scale the next day if you've eaten a massive meal before bed Mm. um just because it hasn't had time to pass through you yet but it's definitely not going to make you gain fat no definitely not cool Mm. uh next one you need to mix your training up each week to shock the muscle we actually did a post in the facebook group our facebook group uh this week on this actually so do you want to dive on that one yeah it's a big fat no definitely (laughs) not um, as a as a coach, like we teach our clients that you need to have some structure, you need to have some repetition mm. um, of exercises to improve technique, stability, your balance, um, just be able to get better at the certain techniques that we want you to get better at. 
Yeah. Um, you know, we do this by progressively overloading weight and reps and sets and everything like that. Um, at the end of the day, it comes down to neurological patterns and pathways, um, which help us with our coordination and our control and your overall technique. Mm. So we definitely don't want to be mixing it up all the time. We want yeah. to have a set structure. Um, yeah. And then, you know, if you get bored of that, do it for like your whole training block and then change exercises. Mm. Um, and that's just something keep I see the all, same. Oh, you go. all the time. No, I was going to say that's just something I see all the time, people wanting to change the workouts each week. But it's a very important in order for you to progress, that you are yeah. continuing with the same movement patterns for it, you know, yeah. four you, to eight-week training program. You wouldn't believe how many times I hear the word shock in the gym. Really? It's just, oh, you got yeah, to right. do this, you got to do that to shock the body. It's like you, you absolutely don't know what you're talking you about. You don't need to shock them. You need a coach. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, more time in the gym is better. Do you no. take this away? It isn't. Like for someone like myself that absolutely loves being in the gym format, um, it's not ideal to be in there training for hours upon hours mm. because then that leads to overtraining and potential junk volume. Um, so you, you like you literally are wasting part of your life just doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff. Yeah, and not actually getting any ben- uh, beneficial um, adaptations out of that. Overtraining is a huge thing that stunts um, your progression as well, especially in the gym and lifting weights and everything. We actually have a podcast, I think the next, in two podcasts, How to Train Smarter Not Harder. So we'll dive in on this one a lot more. So if you have any questions, send them through to any of our accounts and we will reply to them or save them for the podcast. Um, but I guess just answering this one, like scheduling and rest days are crucial. Your body needs time to recover every session. Um, we generally recommend like even just three to four days of training, you know, like a session shouldn't take you long and then like, 45 60 minutes maybe an hour and 15 if you're doing like really big lifts and your goal is to like progress in those big lifts you know definitely um but yeah we're going to touch on that one in a podcast to come is there any other little ones you want to cover i mean you don't this is similar to the one before like people say that they need to be at the gym six seven days a week you literally have to be there like three four days and actually do the specific exercises to get you to your goals. And do them well. And do them well and be able to progress each week and uh, improve it every week. Mm. The next one, one of my favorites, is spot reduction possible? Okay, can you burn body fat in certain areas? Absolutely not. (laughs) The amount of times I have girls saying like, can I burn the body fat on like the side of my hips or my love handles, you know, for Mm. guys, or like that side bit next to your glutes, you cannot burn certain areas, otherwise we would all look perfect, yep. don't you think? <laughs> yes. So like trying to lose your gut by doing sit-ups has the opposite effect because you're actually increasing the size of those muscles. Same with yep. if you're training legs and you're trying to make your thighs smaller or whatever, you know, you're actually training your quad muscles and they are getting bigger. Therefore, your legs will look bigger because the fat, Yeah. you know, you'll burn a bit of fat, but like you're not going to just literally shred the muscle by burning no by I, training you know what i mean i think that just comes down to education around mm. training and you know this whole spot reduction thing no it it comes down to consistency um with your nutrition yeah um obviously there's areas of the body that people want to focus on but actually if you're focusing on them for the wrong reasons then it's not going to work yeah so just make sure that you actually learn some stuff along the way Mm. nutrition is a big a big part in that you know like mainly around the stomach 
region um or even if you're at the end of your journey and you just want to lose that little bit more in a certain area like nutrition still (laughs) comes down to that one or genetics play a huge role in that too like I got on stage and I still had cellulite on my legs, even though I was lean AF. Yeah. I literally could not burn that unless I don't know what I, I could have done. But do you know, like sometimes genetics play a huge yeah, role definitely. in spot reduction in particular. The next one, deep squats are bad for your knees. <laughs> definitely not. Um, there's a few guys on Instagram that say that you should only go to like a 90 degree bend um, in your knees and that's going to be optimal. But then you're literally shortening the range of motion um, and you're not actually getting some muscles involved in them bigger um, squat patterns as well. So there's there's definitely no, um, or not that we could find evidence that links squat to knee pain as such. Um, and if you really think about, you know, when we were younger, when we were kids, mm. like we would literally do full squats like after grass like when we were babies Mm. we would have that full range of motion and as we get older we actually just stiffen up because we're not able to obviously move um, through them ranges and then when we get to the gym when we are are older and wanting to actually reverse them things uh, it takes a lot longer because certain uh, habits that you've built over time have built up yeah and then you you lose like range of motion I think with that one, it's important just to ensure that you are, you know, going at a light enough weight so you can work through the full range of motion and then progressively adding load to that. And then you will not have a knee, a knee issue with your squats. Yeah. If, you, if you're running, if you're doing them with uh, as best technique as you have and just being, I guess, conscious of the weight that you're moving, then there's no reason why you'll hurt yourself. Mm. Just take your time and don't rush it. Leave your ego at the front door yeah. and don't try and... Be an ego lifter because obviously that won't end well. On the on the back end of that one is the good old don't let your knees go over your toes in a squat. So squatting with your knees like slightly over your toes is a healthy, you know, safe movement to do so. Like it's saying that we do every day. I think you need to take this one with a grain of salt because yes, maybe if you're sitting like on your tippy toes, bending like your knees all the way to the ground, that's not ideal. But, you know, like as long as you're keeping adequate form and keeping those heels on the ground, it's actually not necessarily bad. Definitely. It's definitely not bad. Like that's how our bodies are um, biomechanically uh, made and that's how we move. Mm. So it's not a bad thing. Um, We just have to understand why we're doing certain exercises um, to put us into that position. Yeah. You know, if you are lifting your heels off the ground, um, in a squat per se, you are going to have more knee bend, but you're going to be more upright. So yeah. you're not going to drift that far forward with your knees as opposed to other squats. Yeah. Um, so it's not in any way a bad thing. We're all just going to be slightly designed differently and we just got to work out what works for um, the certain person. Mm. Now, I guess going into the next one, the good old are deadlifts bad for your back? Now, people don't ne- like generally hurt their backs because they're doing deadlifts, they hurt their backs while they're deadlifting and sacrificing their technique just to get the weight up. So, like, in my opinion, it's not worth the ego lift (laughs) to risk injury. Um, And a large majority of the time, a weak core can lead to, you know, back injuries rather than just deadlifts in general. And I think another one, another one of my faves on the deadlift topic is, will deadlifts make my waist big? Yeah. This is a female thing, but do you want to take that one? Yeah, definitely not. Most of the women that I see um, doing deadlifts actually have some of the smaller waists because they know how uh, training works, they know how nutrition works. Mm. So, it, again, it's 
the education around the, the movement and why you're actually doing the movement. Yeah. And I think um, like learning how to brace your core properly as well will help with this. And like, you're not going to, this is our next topic is lifting weights will make women bulky. You know, like if you're eating in 10,000 calories a day and intensely strength training, like, um, what's that chick that does the, the strength training, the power lifter? What's her name? Um, super bloody well known. Oh my God. It's going to kill me it. now. Look it up. <laughs> um, where was I? I've lost my train of thought. You know, like that won't necessarily make you. Sorry. Steffi Cohen. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Steffi Cohen. So yes, maybe if you're eating thousands and thousands of calories a day and doing intense strength training, you're not going to get bulky, if that makes sense. And that's for a specific goal as well. Like she's a performance athlete. So like she lifts some of the heaviest weights in the world Mm. when it comes to deadlifts, bench press and um, squats. So it's, it's definitely not it's definitely misleading for a lot of women because that scares them off actually Mm. getting into training because they want to do the opposite. They want to actually lean down. But that again, just comes back to the education around that. Yeah. And, um, a lot of females actually don't have the testosterone levels that a male have. So it's like very, very hard for them to even match that in regards to like muscle growth and gain, etc. And I think like, you know, as a mother or as a, woman in general, most people are carrying around like heavy grocery bags or a kid, like babies are heavy. Like carrying around a toddler is a lot like, you know, even when we look after like Ben's niece, I can't hold her for like, you know, a long period of time. I actually don't know how much she weighs, but I'm just going to say like eight kilos. I don't know. Anyway, lifting heavy will benefit women's lives in many areas and it will definitely not make you bulky unless you are, you know, eating excessive amounts of food. So... Definitely don't agree with that one. Now, the next one. You have 45 minutes to eat after you train so your muscles don't eat themselves. Ben, hit me with this one. (laughs) Yeah, like this one, they're referring to an anabolic window. um, And some, well, I found a little bit of research. um, Brad Schoenfield and Alan Aragon actually concluded that nutrient timing is pretty much more of a broad door than a narrow window after training. Um, so as long as you eat a few hours after your training, it's not going to be that detrimental to the muscle building process of why you've actually been to the gym. It's a little bit more important if you say, if you trained in the morning and you've done it fasted, then yes, you should probably eat something very close to training or after post-training, but food takes time to be digested, um, absorbed and used. So sometimes there's still food in your system from your your pre-workout meal so it can last hours after training Mm. um that one's a funny one like you i don't know as long as you're eating on a close ish window like you're not going like eight hours without eating you know like within half an hour to two and a half hours or whatever like as long as you are refilling your body with some sort of nutrients you're pretty good recovery wise i mean as long as you're not fasting as long as you're not training and then fasting for the rest of the day yeah yeah then you may run into some issues but if you're eating um, at frequent times throughout the day then you'll be fine Mm. and the next one we're nearly there guys should you do cardio to burn calories and lose weight now there's many reasons health reasons to do cardio besides just like burning calories like you know improving your heart and metabolic health, boosting endurance, lifting your mood, um, increasing blood flow to the brain, you know, all of those sorts of things. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you will lose weight. We did touch on this earlier in the podcast. 
Um, but the main ways to do that is, you know, eating in a deficit, resistance training. And I guess if you want to do cardio, doing it to feel good. Do you agree? Yeah. Rather like, than doing it to lose weight. Yeah. I'm not a person that will do cardio after training. Um, if there's any type of cardio I do, I generally jump on the, the treadmill or a roll for like five minutes um, before training to actually warm my body up from the inside. That's literally the only time mm. I will jump on a um, cardio machine. But like it's good to like, you know, obviously you do a little bit of interval training at some stage to increase your little heart muscle. <laughs> your little heart muscle. Um, definitely not saying that, but it's not the best way to lose weight or the most yeah. efficient. I guess the next one couple last notes is you need to drink eight glasses of water or, you know, like three plus liters of water a day. You actually do not. You just need to drink enough for you to be hydrated throughout the day. Fun fact, again, with Naomi, um, your urine or your pee needs to be like a pale to transparent yellow. Actually, if it is clear, you are overhydrated. So you have drunk too much. And obviously, if it is dark, like dark yellow, it's definitely not drinking enough water. So as long as it's like a light yellow, you're pretty on the safe side. I think we give targets as coaches like minimum two liters because that's generally what people sort of should need to increase their daily lifestyle and vitality as a whole. But as long as your urine is like a light yellow, like a light yellow, you're pretty on the safe side then. Last one, the fave. You can out-train a bad diet. This one's easy. It's a big fat no. <laughs> Diet and nutrition play a larger role than exercise in weight management. Anything else you want to add? Um, well, for the most part, like when people talk about bad diets, it's normally like junk food, eating out, big weekends on the piss. Like it's just things that aren't good. Like it's not good to have that in your lifestyle as such. You just need mm. to... I guess, change or at least adjust your lifestyle um, and try and set good habits. Once you get them habits into place, then you won't necessarily have as bad of a diet um, because you're doing better things throughout the week. Yeah, and nutrition is there to help fuel and enhance your life, you know, same as training. So, yeah, I think that was a good one. We have a little fun announcement. As I'm sure you're aware, if you have a social media account, It is Black Friday this week. I know that is very exciting because we are also having a little Black Friday sale on our training programs. Now, these are customized training programs. We are also doing it off our ebook. So this is our nutrition and lifestyle ebook. Now, with the training programs, the reason why we love our ones on the website and about what other coaches do, we have done research and haven't found many that offer customized programs on their website Um, but with these you actually get access to a video training app Um, this also includes a video call with your coach at the start to discuss your goals your training history the equipment you have access to all of that sort of stuff so we can make sure that it is like 110% customized to you we literally write it from scratch rather than just getting something on the website and just following someone else's program Um, Again, three or five day, four day split, whatever suits your lifestyle, Um, video demonstrations to ensure you are having perfect form, performance tracker, RPEs, rep sets, everything is prescribed. And of course, some fun daily accountabilities to track your progress as well with 
some healthy habits. We love them. We are super stoked to be offering 25 or over 25% off on these. We have four that you can choose from. So there is a hypertrophy-based one, which is Build Your Physique, a strength and hypertrophy one, which is like power building, a glutes hypertrophy focus one, and a train from home. So these start at about 119 with the 25% off. So super affordable. Definitely make sure you grab one and you can follow something to ensure that you're living a healthy lifestyle over this fun social period of time. Yes. Yeah. Again, nutrition ebook as well is from, I think the sale is like 21 a week. I'm pretty sure from the top of my head, we love the Evolved You ebook. So there's so much in there, like so much information in there. We explain what calorie deficit is, how to achieve one, what macros are, why you should track them, a list of protein, carbs, and fats, you know, like how to determine your calories and for example, meal plans from 1600 calories up to 2300 and heaps of lifestyle and like just heaps of lifestyle tips in general. I hate calling it a nutrition ebook because there's so many like other aspects in there. It is literally like our coaching in a little. Yeah. It's it's literally like health and fitness 101. Mm. You want to get into your health and fitness journey. That's something that can definitely help you um, start on the right foot and not actually go through all of these things that we've listed above. So you actually have the education behind it. If you are wanting to grab something, head on to the link in the description or just go into our bio or onto our website and grab one of these. Even if you listen to this after Black Friday, everything is still included. It just won't have the discount. So feel free to check out the website and have a little look through that if you are interested. Don't forget about our first challenge of 2022 as well. It is, I know it's crazy, but it's literally nearly January and we are going to start advertising for one-on-one coaching spots very, very soon as well for the gen intake. So keep an eye on all of that sort of stuff. But lesson of the week, Ben, what's your lesson of the week? I think mine's going to be don't get over consumed in everyone else's stress and all of their mm. dealings that are going on. Like just the main thing is to just focus on yourself. And I know that sounds a little bit sort of selfish, but <laughs> you are the number one person in your life. And, you know, if your health and fitness isn't up to scratch, then you're the one that's going to be the victim in that respect. Yeah. So just focus on you, stay in your own lane, just focus on your journey. Mm. Um, don't get so drawn into you know other people on Instagram and wherever else you're sort of watching people from um, yeah. or at the gym. Just focus on you and just being the best person you can be, be that 1% better the following day. I love that. I think... Um... Mine's sort of, well, mine's sort of similar, I guess, in a way. I've had a few self-discoveries this week. I'm actually going to be talking about this in the next episode. You guys will not see it coming. (laughs) I'm pretty certain no one will see this one coming. But I think it just goes back to like knowing your why and not doing something that goes against your values or your morals and, you know, just staying true to yourself and your beliefs and, yeah, I think that's where I'm going to leave it for now. Okay. And we'll tune in to next week. You've got, for... you got to leave them something so they can tune in next week. <laughs> leave an update for you guys. Hint. It's a pretty big change for me. I know I'm not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not how we're announcing it. <laughs> how funny. Yeah. Anyway, don't forget, guys, if you are listening to this, Black Friday sale is live. You're getting a, you are getting the sneaky Wednesday pre-sale sort of 
hint, hint, sale for the public starts on Thursday. So make sure you jump on, grab a program. You can book in with your coach of choice and chat all about your training goals. And then we can set you up with the plan and the training app for the next six weeks and get a lifestyle ebook because you will learn a lot about nutrition if you loved this potty app. Definitely. That's it. Definitely. Alrighty, guys, lots of love, and we will talk to you in the next episode. Yes. Have a great day. Have a great week. We'll speak to you next week.